We make a big deal about our representatives in Congress, and rightly so. There are congressional reps. But when you think about it, our local town and village officials can make a bigger impact on your daily life. Think roads, sidewalks, garbage, which businesses go where. The thing is, fewer people are signing up to run for office these days. More seats are uncontested, or even worse, there's no candidate at all. As we approach Election Day, a longtime mayor in the Thousand Islands on why local government matters. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, November 1st. First up, every year, New York State helps cover heating costs for more than a million low-income households through its Home Energy Assistance Program, or HEAP. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand said in a press release last week that the state has budgeted more than $360 million for the program this year. The application for this winter opens today. Lucy Grindon reports. Anyone who lives in the North Country year-round knows that having reliable heat in the winter is non-negotiable. You can't go without it. So I think that's why it's the most important. That's a mandatory cost. Bobby Kitts works for the St. Lawrence County Department of Social Services. She's in charge of the Home Energy Assistance Program, or HEAP for short. Lots of people in the North Country struggle to afford the fuel they need to heat their homes in the winter or to pay their electric bills. The HEAP program helps pay those bills. It provides $400 or more for eligible households that heat with electricity and $900 or more for those that heat with oil, kerosene, or propane. Program eligibility is based on income. The guidelines change every year. In the time that I've worked here, they've raised every single year. Um, I think it's more like a cost-of-living adjustment. This year's monthly income cap is about $6,000 for a family of four and about $3,000 for people who live alone. Based on county income data from the Census Bureau, that means about half of the households in St. Lawrence County qualify. Kitts says demand is always high. About 2,000 households in the county used the program last winter. I mean, our mail increases. We're getting mail in boxes at this point. And when we open, our phone lines get really, really inundated. So we're handling more than 300 phone calls a day. You can apply by phone, by mail, or in person at your county HEAP office. When you apply, the HEAP office may also refer you to local weatherization programs that can help make your home more resilient against cold weather. Lucy Grindon, North Country Public Radio. Governor Kathy Hochul says she's asking the state's former chief judge to conduct a study of anti-Semitic incidents at some public colleges and universities. Karen DeWitt reports the goal is to find out if policies and procedures need to be changed to curb a rise of hate speech on campus. Hochul, in her remarks, addressed the rising number of incidents of hate speech and anti-Jewish threats since the conflict between Israel and Hamas militants began in early October. Jewish New Yorkers are experiencing the greatest increase in anti-Semitic hate crimes in decades. And I must ask... Where are their allies now? Hochul, a staunch supporter of Israel who visited that country soon after the initial Hamas attack on October 7th, says it's possible to be critical of military actions by Israel without engaging in anti-Semitism. You can vigorously oppose Israel's response following the attack on their people, 
but still be vigorously opposed to terrorism, Hamas, anti-Semitism, and hate in all of its forms. Hochul says she's asked former Chief Judge Jonathan Lippman to look into reports of anti-Semitism at the City University of New York college campuses. She says that began even before the recent violence in Israel and Gaza. It's been growing on a number of campuses and seen most acutely in the City University of New York. At my request, Judge Jonathan Lippman former chief judge of the New York State Court of Appeals, has agreed to conduct an independent third-party review of CUNY's policies and procedures related to anti-Semitism and discrimination. While his assessment will be focused on CUNY, his recommendations will be a roadmap for institutions across the state and the country. Hochul also announced that a suspect is now in custody in connection with the violent threats to a kosher dining hall and the Center for Jewish Living at the Cornell University campus. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. The North Country has hundreds of small towns, villages, and hamlets. They don't have many residents, but things still have to run. Today, a story from one of those small villages, Clayton, which has had the same mayor for 16 years. In that time, a lot has happened. A pandemic, the housing crisis. In this North Country at Work story, Clayton's mayor reflects on over a decade of service to her community. Anna Williams-Bergen has more. Norma Zimmer moved to Clayton over six decades ago. She works here. She raised her kids here. For the past 16 years, she's also been the village's mayor. After years on the town board, she ran for mayoral office at the age of 73. Today, Zimmer is 89, with short, curly hair, and she's one of those people who knows everyone. Well, I think part of my success in the community has been that I'm out there. The coffee cove at the community table, you shop here, you go to church here. I mean, my life is Clayton. I don't get out of Jefferson County very often. Zimmer works full-time in accounting at the Antique Boat Museum, but she says being the mayor is 24-7. It was hard for me here at the Boat Museum. If I walk to the bank, it takes me an hour. Zimmer says everybody has her cell phone number, and they don't hesitate to call at all times of day. People often stop by the Boat Museum because they know they can find her. Actually, you don't even have an office. It's not, we're 150 years, the village of Clayton, and there's never been a mayor's office. So I guess there's no sense of having one now. Zimmer has always run for mayor as a Democrat, but she says party politics have little to do with her job. She says local government is about keeping small towns functioning, literally. One of her proudest projects was updating ancient village infrastructure. The water sewer infrastructure here was 100 years old, so we uh, partnered with the Development Authority to figure out what to do first because so many things needed to be done. We prioritized a plan, and we've worked on it for about 12 years now. In lots of small towns, this is just how it works. Major projects are undertaken by volunteers or officials who make very little. As mayor, Zimmer makes $5,000 a year with no benefits. Zimmer says civic engagement has changed a lot since she was first elected. She says fewer people run for local office, fewer people come to public meetings, and it's harder to find volunteers for things like planning boards. Zimmer says today, people often don't get engaged until something happens that they don't like. She also says polarization over national issues has changed how people interact at the local level. The whole country's angry, 
and it trickles down to this level, and people are angry about things I have no control over. Like many people in Clayton, Zimmer used to work at a snowplow factory called Frank America. It closed in 2000. Since then, Zimmer says the community has transitioned from blue-collar work to a mainly tourism-based economy. The local community of about 1,000 people that are here all the time could not take care of that historic district and support it enough to have them. We need the tourists to keep that alive. Attracting tourists while meeting locals' needs is a big part of Zimmer's job. Some things are easy, like putting on more public events that tourists and locals both enjoy. Other things are harder to negotiate, like the growing number of Airbnbs. Zimmer says that most of the rentals are owned by people from outside the area, but they've been driving up housing costs for local people. So I don't have any other housing left to take care of families and put workers in the community and kids in the school. That's going to be a challenge. But I'm going to be gone, so I'll get the groundwork going, but that's the best I can do. After 16 years in office, Zimmer isn't running for re-election this fall. She says it's time for some young blood. But she's not done with local government. She's campaigning for a seat on the town board. 16 years and many projects later, Zimmer says that being mayor has taught her a lot. You just have to learn to deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh, see if we can't make some good results. And we've accomplished a lot, and I'm really proud of where we are now compared to 16 years ago. Zimmer's final term ends this December. For North Country Public Radio's North Country at Work Project, I'm Anna Williams-Bergen in Clayton. Funding for this programming was provided in part by the New York State Department of Education. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by I Am Snow Angel of Lake Placid and Eric Pasternak of Bloomingdale. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.